This episode of All You Need to Know is brought to you by Union Bank of India. Good people to bank with. Good morning and thanks for listening in. Over the next few minutes, we'll tell you everything that you need to know to stay ahead of the curve. I'm Alex Matthew and this is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime. Today is the 1st of November. In the latest news this morning, Yemen's Houthis have announced that they have declared war on Israel. A spokesperson said on Tuesday that drones and missiles had been fired at Israel. This brings to the fore the primary risk for international markets, which is an escalation beyond the bounds of the Gaza region. That's based on a Reuters report. Now, heading into the rest of the day, one of the key events to watch will be the outcome of the Fed policy meeting. That's going to be post-market hours for us here in India. We're widely expected to see a pause by the Fed on interest rates, but any outlook on rates will be watched for closely. For the Fed and indeed for the US, the issue over the past couple of months has been that good news has been bad news. The economy is looking resilient despite elevated interest rates and inflation is staying sticky. Elsewhere, in the eurozone, inflation eased to its lowest level in more than two years. Consumer prices rose 2.9% in October, down from the previous month 4.3% reading and better than the 3.1% median estimate in a Bloomberg survey of analysts. Separately, Eurostat said that third quarter gross domestic product fell 0.1%, missing estimates. There's now an expectation that the European Central Bank will not hike rates further. Turning to news from back home, it's the start of a new month and we're going to see dispatch numbers being reported by automotive companies. Two-wheeler sales are likely to have jumped in October as the festive season spurred demand. But sluggishness in small cars limited the growth in retail sales for passenger vehicles during the month. And that's according to analysts. A combination of factors such as the inauspicious Shrad period, a festive season boost due to Navratri, and a higher base of last year may have complicated the year-on-year comparison of automobile sales in October. Do check the website over the course of the day for all the latest news. We'll be running a blog. In other news, the Ministry of Finance has hiked the windfall tax on domestically produced crude while cutting levies on diesel and aviation turbine fuel. The windfall tax on crude oil will be increased from 9,050 rupees per tonne to 9,800 rupees per tonne. Meanwhile, the levy on diesel has been decreased from 4 rupees per litre to 2 rupees per litre, while that on ATF has been reduced to nil from 1 rupee per litre. The export tax on petrol remains at zero and the new tax rates will be effective from today. In earnings, it was a stellar set of numbers from Larson and Tubro which saw its net profit rise in the second quarter beating analyst estimates led by strong execution and accelerated progress in projects and the manufacturing portfolio. Net profit rose nearly 37% on year to 3,856 crore rupees, and that compares with the consensus estimate of 2,725 crore rupees by analysts tracked by Bloomberg. In news on the economy, the center's fiscal deficit in the first half of the current financial year touched 39.3% of the annual target, up from 37.3% at the same time last year, 
but it remained under control after a spike until July. Turning to international markets, U.S. stocks ended higher with the Dow gaining 0.4% and the S&P 500 and Nasdaq climbing 0.6% and 0.5% respectively. And all three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started with gains. In fact, the Japanese Nikkei 225 was up 2% last I checked. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Neeraj, what's the key talking point today? Good morning, Alex. Well, the global news print seems to be the key talking point. Ahead of the Fed meet, uh, the US markets after doing well yesterday are marginally soft. But I must say that, uh, yes, they might be quiet, but uh, the official stance of the Fed seems to be kind of well discovered uh, in the minds of the market. And therefore, that may not cause as much nervousness today for the US market. So really doubt that we'll have a stiff downtick in the US futures in our trading hours. So the global print seems to be OK. And the only question is, can we participate? Crude is off, uh, all of that you would have marked already. But all of this um, certainly helps sentiment. Yesterday, um, was interesting in more ways than one because we saw a, a clutch of things participating in, in, in trade. And uh, despite the fact that the markets ended lower uh, and and you know that uh, there is some bit of near term technical bottom formation in pockets like IT, for example. So it remains to be seen if uh, they kind of participate or not. But it's a big day for results and therefore I think the talking point is the reactions that we'll see from a clutch of companies to their reportage in the session today. That the RBI governor has said that the Q2 GDP growth will surprise on the upside doesn't hurt from a market's perspective as well. But specific stocks, SBI cards, the company and Reliance Retail will roll out Reliance SBI card. Now, this is good for the company, remember, um, two days ago because of weak numbers as well as this belief that geo financial services and sbi might be launching a card which might be big competitive to sbi cards itself uh, that gets nullified so i think um, that was the rumor and i think that rumor gets nullified so i reckon that this should be viewed very constructively for sbi cards i would be surprised if there's a bit of an uptick there jsw energy um Prashant Jain, the guy who's really read, led JSW Energy admittedly, has resigned as the joint MD and CEO of the company uh, for some personal interests. Uh, uh, continues till January 34th. And I think in some market circles, these murmurs were on. So I'm guessing JSW Energy is already on the path to hunt for a replacement. But I reckon that the official announcement today might cause a flutter in, in the stock. So that's part one. Uh, part two, rather. Uh, watch out for ethos has approved and launched the qip uh, successful completion i reckon should make the stock do well watch out for this one zagal has entered into co-branded agreement with kotak bank for three years uh, and with toshiba software for 36 months a customer service agreement so this one continues to rise and shine watch out for this one too and lupin has gotten an eir from the us fta for the mandideep facility with no action initiated amidst all the companies getting observations, etc. Lupin seems to be doing really well on the US FDA front. Then some numbers. Party was okay. I mean, nothing too great, nothing too bad either. LNT was uh, again, maybe you could argue slightly mixed. Margins were better. Um, the CFO said that uh, 
that Larson will perform better in second half. So maybe that's a shot in the arm. Brokerage is not so sanguine. So that's to be kept in mind. Some good results came in from Billa Soft, wherein the net profit uh, and margins, as well as revenue actually, all these things were ahead of estimates. You could argue revenue is probably in line, but the margins and the profit, certainly ahead of estimates. Some brokerages say that new CEO strategy seems to be working. Watch out for that one. Paradeep phosphates, blowout numbers, not on the revenue front, but at least on the EBITDA front, PAT front, very strong numbers. So uh, relative to uh, what they did in the corresponding quarter last year, watch out for this one. Balu Forge, uh, 130% uptick in revenues, margins 21% versus 6%, PAT up 4x, so good going there. A small company, Bondada Engineering has had some good numbers. KEI Industries had some good numbers relative to estimates, as did Amara Raja. So watch out for all of these. What didn't do well, Naveen Florin, very weak print related to estimates and Jeffrey's Dam Capital. All of them have uh, target prices much lower. Dhampur Sugar was a was a weak number. And just one last point, I mean, just looking at what Mangalore Chemicals Fertilizers Concall said, uh, that the next two quarters are challenging for the industry at large. One needs to be maybe a bit wary of fertilizer names. With this, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. This episode of All You Need to Know is brought to you by Union Bank of India. Good people to bank with. 